Hey everybody, this is Ruben, and you're listening to Amazing Stories. The Three Musketeers by Alexandre Dumas, dramatized in six episodes by James Saunders. Episode 5, Treachery at La Rochelle. Last week, we left the young Gascon d'Artagnan marching to La Rochelle, where the Duke of Buckingham has landed an English army to assist the Protestant rebellion. In setting out to protect the French queen from the machinations of Cardinal Richelieu, d'Artagnan has thwarted the plans of the evil Milady, who is determined to exact revenge. Asked to undertake a dangerous mission to see if a certain bastion is still held by the enemy, d'Artagnan has unwisely selected two volunteers he does not know. Right then, gentlemen, follow me. We're about 40 yards away from the bastion now. This is as far as we can get undercover. We shall be exposed till we reach that escarpment. That should be near enough to draw the enemy's fire and estimate their numbers. Are you game? Yes. Say the word, we'll follow. Ready then? Now! <laughs> Done it. Now, but where are the other... Cowards, they've stayed back in the ditch. Well, I'm as close as I can get. Now to find out if there's anyone in the bastion. Stand up and shout, that'll do it. Hello there! You Protestants! Traitors! Lovers of England! A dozen, at least. Well, that's all I need to know. Now to get back to those rascals in the ditch. Ready. Now! But as D'Artagnan runs back, two shots ring out. Two bullets whistle past him, coming from the ditch. Nothing for it but to get back before they reload. Into the ditch, he flings himself. Sword in hand, pierces one of the two in the thigh. The other swings his musket like a bludgeon as he leaps up from the ditch to escape and falls, dying a Rochelet bullet through the head. The other cries out, D'Artagnan's sword at his throat. Don't kill me! Don't kill me! Why should I not, you blackguard? I'll tell you everything I know. What's your name? Brismore. So Brismore, who put you up to murder me? My mate, him there. It wasn't nothing personal. Times are hard. He said there was a hundred Louis in it. Your mate's lying dead. Tell me who put him up to it. The lady. The one he called Milady. He's got a letter from her in his pocket. Milady. Now, let me see. <coughs> the money bag. Here's your pay. Catch. Ah. Here's the letter. You let the woman escape. Don't fail with the man. If you do, I swear you'll pay dearly. What woman did you let escape? Madame Bonacieux. She'd been put in prison by the cardinal, my mate said, and the queen got her out of it. She was on her way to a convent somewhere, and we were supposed to kidnap her, and we, we had a drink or two and missed the carriage. Which convent? I don't know. Lie to me and I'll kill you. I don't know anything else, I swear. All right. All right, I believe you. Now let's get back to camp. Lean on me. Are you taking me back? Of course. Oh, to have me hanged. What good would that be to me? You won't try to kill me again. You've got your money already. Come along. Well done, D'Artagnan. The Duke d'Orléans will hear of this. Is, is that man wounded? Enemy thrust, Monsieur Desassard. Nothing serious. Is it, Brismont? No, no, no. Thank you. Well done, both of you. Oh, D'Artagnan, 
Here's a letter come for you. Well done. Thank you, sir. Planchet? Here I am, Monsieur de Dagnon. I was just fixing myself up with another job, but I see I don't have to bother. No, now. you scoundrel. <laughs> Planchet, this hero Brismont has just said he'll serve me till death. So he'll be helping you look after me. Does that suit you, Brismont? Mm. Oh, yes, thank you. Good. Go and get that wound dressed. Right. Wait here, Planchet, while I read this letter. Monsieur d'Artagnan, your friends Athos, Porthos and Aramis spent an evening at my inn and were particularly taken by my Anjou wine. <laughs> they asked me to send you a dozen bottles to drink their health with, which I send. Planchet, is there a parcel for me? There is. What's that? An attack? Haven't you heard? The king's arrived with his musketeers. Here they come now. Splendid! Just in time! Planchet, lay on a feast for me and my friends. See what you can pillage. Brismore will help you. They can help me drink this wine. When for? Now, this evening. Off you go. D'Artagnan! And there they are now. Athos, Porthos, Aramis, all for one. And one for all. And so this same evening, D'Artagnan leads his three friends towards his billet where Planchet and Brismont are preparing the feast. I hope you're doing us proud. Yes. We've been a long time on the march. I think this will satisfy even you, Porthos. Oh. And a tolerable wine, I trust? It should be. It's your wine. Our wine? Don't play tricks, Aramis. The innkeeper sent a letter. What innkeeper? What letter? Have you got this letter? Here. Monsieur d'Artagnan, your friend Porthos Aramis spent an evening at... You know about this, Porthos? No. Aramis? Nothing to do with me. Nor me. So who sent the wine? Can't you guess? Good God. To my billet. Quickly. Brismont. Serve you till death. That's a joke. You pretend to save my life. And then you poison it. Oh, I swear. Make you rot in hell. To be cursed by a dying man. Horrible. Portos, smash all those bottles. Gladly. Flaché, you all right? You look as white as a sheet. I feel as white as a sheet. So what happened? We were only going to make sure the wine was fit to drink. I gave him the bottle first to be polite, only when he let out a yell and fell down, I thought I wouldn't try it. That'll teach you not to steal wine, you rogue. Yes, that'll teach you. It will, too. Go fetch a priest, Planchet. See, he's buried in consecrated ground. And no word of this to anyone. I'm going to forget it. Don't you worry. Well, gentlemen... You've saved my life again. I thought we'd be safe from her here. We'll be safe nowhere while that woman lives. What woman? Who are we fighting, for God's sake? A devil, Portos. Dear. A witch in the guise of a beautiful woman. What? I'll tell you everything soon. Meanwhile, watch your step, gentlemen. Don't touch that food, Portos. Ah. Watch what you eat, what you drink. Never go out alone. And Aramis, you'd better pray for us. A few days after this, the English launch an attack on the mainland from their bridgehead on the Ile de Ré. The king orders a counter-attack. The English retreat, and in a final decisive engagement, are beaten back to their ships. Time is on our side, Your Majesty. They'll not attack again for a while. You see, victory is ours. Oh, and incidentally, we captured Montague, Buckingham's envoy, during the rout with certain papers. What papers? Evidence of a secret league aimed against France. What league? England, of course, Spain, Austria. Madame de Chevreuse is implicated. That damned woman. That damned woman. Friend of your queen, Spanish Anne of Austria, the Duke of Buckingham's confidant. Richelieu. These are facts. I put no interpretation on them. 
You realise that as First Minister of France... Under your majesty. ...you'll be held responsible if the news of this league gets out. Not me. You. My future is at stake, yes. I realise that. As bodyguard to the king, his musketeers occupy a privileged position behind the battle lines. So it is that one night, D'Artagnan being on duty, we find Athos, Porthos and Aramis together in the back parlour of the Red Dovecot Inn, a few miles out of camp, ostensibly waiting for the rain to stop. I win again. No, it's the weather. I never win when it's raining. Well, rotten excuse, Porthos. It stopped half an hour ago. <laughs> the moon's out. I suggest we head back to camp. I have the passage of Aquinas to study before I turn in. Hello. Who's this? What? Very late arrival. See, out there, two horses. Looks like an officer with his groom. And coming in by the back door... A spy? Open our door a crack, Portos. Yes, I can see from here. Ah, it's you, monsieur. Mon Dieu. the lady here? Upstairs, monsieur. This way. Oh, ho! Don't be a fool, Portos. It's the carter. Gosh, oh, what the devil's he doing here so late? He's obviously human like the rest of us. Listen. We can hear down the pipes of the stove. It's of vital importance that you carry out my instructions to the letter. Do you understand, my lady? Tell me what I am to do. My God, it's her. Wait until I leave, then go downstairs. There are men waiting. They will take you to the coast. You'll cross to England. Everything is arranged. Buckingham is at Dover. You will ask to see him. He'll refuse. He doesn't trust me since the diamond tags business. You are going as an official agent of France. He'll see you. Tell Buckingham we have a letter from Madame Chevreuse proving the Queen's part in plotting with the King's enemies. Tell him that if his plans for an alliance with Spain and Austria go forward, all this will be published. Can you remember that? My memory is perfect, Monseigneur. What if he refuses to give way? He's besotted. If continuing the war means the Queen's dishonour, he'll stop the war. And if he doesn't? Then he must be removed from the action. I understand it will be a pleasure. When you return to France, I want an immediate report. You will then go to the Carmelite convent in Bethune. The abbess will expect you and await further orders. Have you anything to ask? One thing. Monseigneur, if I am to deal with your enemy, I should also like protection to enable me to deal with mine. More protection than the name Clarice de Winter gives me. What enemy are you talking about? First, a little schemer named Constance Bonacieux. The woman's in prison. She was the queen that secured her release. She's taken refuge in a convent. Which one? I'll deal with her. I don't know yet. I'll find out, but she's small fry. My main enemy is her lover. Who? The man who helped the king's musketeers defeat your guards in brawls. The man who thwarted me in the diamond tags affair. D'Artagnan, a brave young man. All the more dangerous to both of us. Monseigneur, deal with my enemy and I'll deal with yours. Very well. Send me proofs of his dealings with Buckingham and I'll send him to the Bastille for treason. And after that? For those in the Bastille, there's no after that. As for protection, I'd already thought of that. Here, this order will protect you, at least in this country. So, that's all. I rely on you, milady. What is it, Atos? You're as white as a sheet. Shh. He's coming down. Now she's alone. Is this the woman we are to beware of? The same. Listen, I'm going up to her room. Stay here. If I cry out, come up. If you find me dead, kill her. Men, I send you back to him. Oh, wait! Think of the day you first saw me. 
Think of the young woman you're married. Think of your wedding night. Will you kill her, too, in cold blood? Damn you! You are not that woman. I am. You see, I am. You're right. I can't kill you in cold blood, not even knowing your crimes. What crimes? You've heard lies. You know nothing about me. Nothing? The diamond tags, the kidnapping of Madame Bonacieux, your night of love with D'Artagnan as payment for his promise to kill your lover, your attempt to murder D'Artagnan by bullet and by poison, your commission to murder the Duke of Buckingham in exchange for authority to kill your own enemies. How do you know all this? You must be the devil. Yes. And I swear by the devil that if you make any further attempt to harm D'Artagnan, I shall find you and by the devil kill you. Now, you have an order from the cardinal giving you carte blanche to kill. Where is it? I don't know what you're talking about. Hand me the cardinal's order or by God I'll blow your brains out. Here, take it and may you be cursed to all eternity. Now I've drawn your viper's fangs. Strike if you dare. And I shall, Atos. Make no mistake. You've signed your death warrant, but all in good time. First Buckingham, then D'Artagnan, then you and your friends. All of you. Meanwhile, at La Rochelle, D'Artagnan has helped to capture a bastion. The following morning, he joins Athos, Porthos, and Aramis to enjoy a quiet breakfast at a peaceful inn, during which Athos is to tell them about his wife. But he is interrupted by the arrival of four boisterous soldiers. Suddenly, Athos makes a wager with them. The musketeers will eat their breakfast in the bastion before the enemy try to reoccupy it, stay there one hour, and if they succeed, the soldiers will buy them a first-class meal. Atos, I don't like to criticise, but when he put us up for target practice, I wish he'd ask our opinion first. Nonsense. We'll be safer in the Bastion than anywhere. It's not the enemy's bullets we have to fear, and we're safer to have our talk. I don't care where we go as long as breakfast goes with us, which at the moment it isn't. Atos, your servant appears to have gone on strike. Hmm. Grimo, bring the basket. He sat down. You can't blame him, Atos. For disobeying me. Grimo, if it's your skin you're worried about, worry about it more when I get back to take it off. He's coming. His eyes shut. Ah, They've woken up at last. No danger, we're concealed by the bastion. Grimo's not. They're too far away to hit him. That's not his opinion. Look, he's dropped the basket and he's running. My breakfast! Grimo! He stopped. Basket, now! He's bemused. He looks like a fox with two packs of hounds on him. Fetch! God, he's gone to fetch it. He's more scared of you than them. So he should be. Stop running, you idiot! You're shaking my champagne! Well done, Grimo. Thank you, monsieur. Don't praise him, he'll get above himself. So, in we go. Oh, yes. A splendid spot for a conference. <laughs> Only the dead, and they're not listening. Clear them out of the way, Grimaud. Yes, sir. And then lay out the meal. Yes, sir. And while we're collecting their muskets and loading them, I'll tell you all about the woman they call... Milady. So, that's the whole story. Oh, now God. you know what devils we are dealing with. Breakfast, gentlemen. Good. Keep watch, Grimaud, while we eat. Here, take a couple of cutlets and a bottle of wine. You see how I look after you? Thank you, sir. So, gentlemen. Oh, the damn rogue. What is it? The landlord's foisted us off with Anjou instead of champagne. Oh. Never mind, I'll thrash him when we get back. The question is, what can we do to thwart the plans of the Cardinal and that woman? She'll kill me, Atos, and if she doesn't, the Cardinal will. I may as well blow my brains out now. Enemy coming! How many? 
Five soldiers and sixteen pioneers. They've come to repair the damage you did last night, D'Artagnan. Sing out when they're in firing range. My word, this chicken's good. Maybe I shan't thrash the landlord after all. What was in the paper you got from a lady? Read it. It is by my order and for the benefit of the state that the bearer of this note has done what has been done. Cardinal Richelieu. Cut Blanche. Destroy it. No. No, it could be useful. They're in firing range, monsieur. I hate having my breakfast interrupted. Well, let's take a look. You can't shoot the pioneers. They're civilians. They're Protestant heretics, aren't they? What kind of priest are you going to make if you talk like that? I'll give them a chance. Hey, you. Gentlemen. Don't show yourself. They'll shoot. We're um, having breakfast. You can have your bastion back in half an hour. The soldiers are taking aim. Or better still, you can change sides and we'll drink the king's health together. What do you say? <laughs> That's what they say. You can't reason with some people. Muskets, gentlemen. Fire. More muskets, Grimaud. Yes, sir. They're making off. What'll be bad, Grimmer? Uh, three soldiers, one sergeant, two pioneers. Good. Reload while we finish our breakfast. <laughs> now, where were we? Why don't I, um, cut me another quarter of chicken? I thought that was a good chap. Why don't I take leave of absence? You fellows can think up some excuse for me, then I find the lady and strangle her. As you should have done, Atos. The Cardinal would know at once if any of us left camp. You wouldn't get two miles, Portos. D'Artagnan, didn't you say you know milady's brother-in-law? Lord de Winter, yes, but there's no love lost between them. And he left for England when the war started. All the better. Listen, I've got a plan. Let him be coming again. Damn the fellows. How many this time? Uh, I can't count that high. Let them come. You were saying, Aramis? As I see it, we have two objectives. To neutralise Milady and to let the Queen know she's in danger. And at the same time, perhaps, to find out the whereabouts of Madame Bonacieux. Yes. So, why don't we send one of our servants to England with a letter to Lord de Winter, warning him of Milady's plans? If he dislikes her as much as you say, D'Artagnan, with any luck he'll lock her out of harm's way. Communicating <laughs> with the enemy sounds like treason to me. So it's treason. Who's to take the letter? My planche, of course. He's a good man and he knows the journey. And that's settled. I also propose we send a second message. Enemy in range! They've sent the regiment. Have more muskets ready, Grimo. Yes, sir. Pick your man. Fire. Change muskets. Fire. Change muskets. Fire. They're still coming, and we've run out of loaded muskets. I thought of that. Do you see this section of the parapet? It's loose. It only needs a good push. They're in the moat. Gentlemen. One, two, three. <laughs> this time. nearly up. Meanwhile, we've no parapet to take cover behind. We'll be gone by the time they come again. One last trick. Grimaud, line up these bodies pointing at the enemy. Give them a musket each and, um, put their hats on. Yes, monsieur. <laughs> line up the bodies with their hats on. You hope they'll come to life when they see the enemy? They will for the enemy, you'll see. Now we can finish off the well. You said something about another message. Yes. We sent a message to the Queen, telling her of the danger she's in, and asking for the whereabouts of your draper's wife. No good. It will be intercepted. The court's full of spies and with no connections. Ah, well, you see, as to that, I, I happen to know of someone who, uh, who knows someone. Aramis, you're blushing. Madame de Chevreuse, of course. Whoever it is, it's a good plan. You can write the letter, Aramis. You're the scholar. I was going to suggest that. And my fellow Bazin must take it. He's known to my, uh, to my friend. Good. It seems to me that's all we can do just now. Are those corpses in place, Grimaud? All done, with their hats on large as life. Oh, my God! There's a whole army coming this time! Look! 
Yes, they are too. We'd best make a run for it. Let our comrades see us running. Never. Take the basket, Grimo, and don't drop it this time. You can run. It's the best news I've had today. I'm off. We'll follow at our leisure, as if out for a morning stroll. So they can pick us off at their leisure? Not at all. They'll fire at our decoy bodies for a while. But the bodies won't fire back. Exactly. They'll suspect an ambush, have a palaver. By the time they twig, we'll be out of range. Well done, Atos. Come along. There they go. So, gentlemen, we've had a good breakfast, a successful conference with no eavesdroppers. We've distinguished ourselves against the enemy, and we've, we've won, won a free will. What more can you ask? Was there ever such a foursome as us? One for all and all for one. <sighs> all for one and one for all. Monsieur de Treville. I hear you and your friends are getting a free supper tonight. Is that what you're off to? Yes, monsieur. That was a damn silly exploit you engaged in this morning, putting the lives of three of the King's musketeers at risk, plus your own for what it's worth. Yes, monsieur. Anyway, that's my opinion of your damn fool tricks. I've been asked to inform you that from tomorrow you're no longer to wear the uniform of Monsieur des Essars' guards. I'm no longer to... Instead, you'll kid yourself out as a King's musketeer. A uh, musketeer? I I'm a musketeer, monsieur de Treville. Don't blame me for it. It's none of my doing. As a matter of fact... It was the Cardinal's wish. The Cardinal? Perhaps he thinks he can keep a closer eye on you together. Off you go, then. Musketeer d'Artagnan? Yes, monsieur. Thank you, monsieur. Enjoy your meal, and don't get into any brawls. That night, while the four musketeers carouse till one by one they slump insensibly onto their plates or slide to the floor, two men ride doggedly through the night rain. Bazin, a letter to the Queen of France in his grubby pocket, and Planchet, bound for England and Lord de Winter. He has been told that if Milady beats him to Portsmouth, he need not come back. There, madame. Safe on shore. Thank you. This way, madame. One moment. Who are you, sir? As you see, a British naval officer. Bring a light, Tompkin. Sir? Lieutenant Felton, madam, at your service. What do you want? Foreign nationals are required to obtain an entry visa on their arrival. But I am not a foreign national. My name is Lady de Winter, the widow then of... Then it'll be purely a formality. Load the lady's luggage, Tompkin. Sir? But this is most inconvenient. War makes many inconveniences. The carriage is this way. May I take your little bag? How much further is it? Where are we going? Asked you a question. We're outside the town. Where, where are you taking? I demand that you stop the carriage. I have to carry out my orders. Please don't cause a scene. It'll do you no good. And if you are looking for the dagger I'm told you carry, I must tell you I have a pistol. Just tell me who gave you these orders. This is your room. The windows are. It's a prison cell. Who is holding me here? I demand to know. Welcome to England, my dear. To winter? Yes, Clarice, your brother-in-law. Aren't you glad to see me? I won't claim a sisterly kiss. Thank you, Mr. Felton. I shan't need you for the present. Sir. May I know what this is about? Is it a joke? No joke. I'm keeping you here. Against my will. That depends on your will, my dear. I advise you to accept a situation from which there is no escape. I must tell you, I'm in England on official business. If you don't... Oh, I know your business. 
Buckingham is in Portsmouth, is he not? I know everything about you. I know your history. I know whom you loved and whom you hate and would see dead. I know your plans. I know of your marriage. To your brother? To a man you took for his position before you bigamously took my brother for his money. And then probably killed him. This is nonsense. You can't believe all this. No. How can I? With a face as beautiful as that. How can I? I must be mad. Only do one thing for me, my dear. Show me there is no mark on your left shoulder. You won't? I refuse to be interrogated. Who told you these lies about me? Monsieur Planchet gave me a letter. I know nobody called Planchet. You know his master, Monsieur d'Artagnan. <sighs> if you could see yourself, my dear, that such an angelic face can become suddenly so evil. What are you planning to do with me? You will be put on a ship for Botany Bay. <laughs> if you try to escape, your guards have orders to shoot you. Dead. I told Buckingham everything. He'll sign the necessary papers. Meanwhile, Felton will look after you. Oh, I see your eyes light up. No, my dear, I know your tricks, but your wiles won't work on him. I've armed him against you. He is as impregnable as this castle. Accept your fate, Clarice, and try to pray for forgiveness. Thank you, Felton. Sir? young man is my only hope. No more anger. I must be submissive. I must charm. He must pity me. A weak. Impregnable? No man is impregnable to me. Come, Lieutenant Felton, let's see how strong your armour is. Then beware, Buckingham, beware, Athos, as you call yourself, and above all, beware, D'Artagnan. For I mean to kill you all. At this very moment in the French camp at La Rochelle, a strange thing happens. For the four musketeers, another day's duty is over. Soon they expect news of their messengers, Bazin and Planchet. They sit at table and raise their glasses to success. To the four musketeers, one for all and all for one. All for one and one. And as they do so, all four are taken by a sudden involuntary shudder, as if the angel of death had passed overhead. In episode five of The Three Musketeers, Jamie Glover played D'Artagnan, Anton Lesser Aramis, Timothy Spall Portos, and Robert Glenister Atos. Cardinal Richelieu, Julian Glover, Milady de Winter, Imelda Staunton, the King, Nicholas Bolton, de Trevi, Malcolm Ward, Planchet, Dominic Letts, Grimaud, Tom Bevan, Brisemont, Nicholas Murchie, Lord de Winter, Gareth Armstrong, Felton, Lyndon Gregory, Desessar, David Jarvis, and the soldier, Peter Kenny. The narrator was John Rowe. The Three Musketeers was dramatized by James Saunders and directed by Martin Jenkins. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to join us tomorrow for yet another amazing story.